Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report with myself and my co-host, Larry from Chili Boy Productions. Larry, hello. Hey. How you doing? Uh. Happy weekend. Happy Sunday. Tomorrow is Monday. Ugh. How you feeling? How you doing? Meh. It's always meh with you. Ain't never like, oh my god, I'm, sk- I'm doing good. The trees are chirping. The birds. The trees are chirping. You know what I meant? Okay. What, what kind of trees y'all got over there in Boston? <laughs> you know what I meant, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Today, everyone, we have a big box office episode to get into. This, first, we're going to go into the top five of the weekend, which we have a lot to talk about with the top five. And then we are going to go into our final, 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 final predictions for Spider-Man No Way Home next week. It's a big weekend next week. Larry and I will be here to discuss the numbers. It's going to be crazy, but it's going to be fun. But before we get into that, let's get into the top five of the weekend. If you want to follow along, everyone, uh, we are looking at the top five for the weekend of December 10th. We had the opening releases of West Side Story, and I believe that's it for this weekend. Um, all right, so let's go into number one. Larry, what do we got? So coming in at number one is West Side Story, which made $10.5 million in its opening weekend domestically. Add on the international numbers and the latest musical adaptation from Steven Spielberg debuted to $14.9 million worldwide off of an estimated $100 million budget. Oof, Larry. I woke up this morning, I rubbed my eyes, and I saw you going ham on Twitter. Ah! (laughs) I saw you going ham on Twitter today. We got to talk about this because, oh, man, these. So a couple of months ago, a little movie called In the Heights came out. And uh, it had it had a lot of things going up against it. Still really early in the pandemic. New variants was out. It was on HBO Max. And I think you probably had the number up in front of you. What was what did In the Heights do opening weekend? Like eleven point four million, I believe. Yeah, so In the Heights on its opening weekend did bring up the uh yeah, just over eleven million basically. Okay. Eleven point and- five, I guess. Right, and uh, had a had a had I think just under seven hundred thousand streams on HBO Max. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that weekend, I remember. I if you guys want to go back into that show, uh, Larry and I, we we were so disappointed, not because of the number, but because of how the uh, interpretation of the of the number was being treated online. Everyone was on Twitter. I remember I kept telling you people, there were people on Twitter like, oh, there's no excuses. This is a massive failure and this, that, and the third. And, oh, you can't blame the pandemic because this movie and that movie and what happened to In the Heights. And you guys hyped it up and it's a complete failure and it's a flop. No one, You know what I'm saying? All those type of narratives mm-hmm. all over online. Woo, child, today <sighs> was so quiet. I It was just so quiet today. Because we, you and I, you and I, I think we do. I think we do a pretty good job with this box office thing. You and I last week, we said in the Heights, brother. I mean, we said West Side Story. Uh, I told you, I said, Larry, there's like, it's like two seats in like each of my theaters this weekend. Like nobody's seeing this thing. And uh, you, I think our, I think our, uh, we had Jaden on last week. I think our prediction was like what? I, I think I said twenty five. Yeah. And that was low to me. That was really low for West Side Story. And what did you say? You said, said 20? Jaden yeah. said 13, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. who would have thought that? Jaden. Jaden got it right there, right on the mark. The movie opened to $10 million. So I go on Twitter. I'm looking at the reactions. How's everyone feeling? Oh my God, you guys do know we're still in the pandemic. I saw that again. I saw this again. I saw other comments of this and that and the third. Oh, the marketing. I said marketing? That this thing was everywhere. What are y'all talking about? Um, then it was this and that and the third. 
and everyone is just just distraught of this number. And I just said, what what when you put like a acclaimed white director in front of a movie, you know, and you give it all the Oscar buzz in the world, and then it opens, people don't care about it, clearly. Everyone blames is like, oh, you guys never want nothing original. Like, I saw all that today. I'm oh looking. My God. My and I didn't see none of it. I didn't see any of this when in the Heights did this did a number. No. Uh did did, did did this number, like what it did. It, everyone was rushing to call it a massive flop. So I'm just so confused as to where to where, you know, things are different when it comes to this movie. Um, and I don't think it's a POC issue. I saw people thinking, saying, some people saying that, oh, it's, you know, audiences being racist and stuff. I don't think it's anything like that. I just don't think people were interested. Um, that's just what it is to me. I just don't think the movie also only opened at like 20 some, in like 2200 theaters, which is not a lot. Honestly, Um, it just is like one people don't go call West Side Story an original film. That is just, I did see that as well. People talk about, oh, all you want is block, uh, you know, remakes and sequels and franchise. Well, uh, <laughs> I hate to break it to people. West Side Story is not original at all. I mean, mm-hmm. it comes from Romeo and Juliet first off, and then is a, another adaptation to a long-running Broadway show and a Best Picture winning film. Like, what is going on here? But two... We discussed it earlier in the year. I know people love musicals. Like, musical fans love musicals. But uh, it just is not a bankable genre at the box office these days. People don't right. show up. Not everything is going to be The Greatest Showman, which also opened low but caught fire. Not everything's going to be La La Land, which got over that mm-hmm. hump thanks to the Oscars, really, is why La La Land made what it made. And it just, especially this year, we've gotten so many musicals on streaming and in theaters. They've just been everywhere this year mm-hmm. that, I mean, what do we, I don't understand. What do we expect? I just remember back with In the Heights, which, yes, people rushed to just dunk on that film for whatever reason and just flop, failure, all that mess. Yeah, absolutely. And now it's the biggest uh, musical of the year. So here we are at the end of the year and nothing could touch it. I remember people uh, trying to find excuses, talking about, well, it didn't have any stars. It didn't have any names. Well, uh, Dear Evan Hansen and West Side Story are both way bigger and more well-known properties than mm. In the Heights ever was. We got Steven Spielberg and all these people. They didn't touch what In the Heights did without even bringing into account the HBO Max numbers, which those two were theater only. Um, people just aren't rushing to the theater to see musicals right now. And it just is what it is, unless it's animated, unless it's Disney Encanto. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Disney will always be able to bring people in with their original musicals. N- live action, uh, it's very rare to get a good musical anymore that people are interested in, especially now. Uh, and some people were wondering, like, oh, they, they're trying to debunk the whole who asked for this thing, saying that's not a valid thing. But honestly, mm-hmm. uh, who who did ask for this? <laughs> uh, yeah. Older people have the original that they still love. Uh, other people, you know, don't look fondly upon the original anymore. And uh, what? Older people aren't going to the theater like that right now. Still, we've mm-hmm. talked about that several times. It just, obviously, they're the group that are most vulnerable to COVID. And this film is clearly more meant for them. Younger people don't. I don't think they care about West Side Story in complete and total honesty. Uh yeah, I agree. I I think well to be honest, right? There is part of me that I'm like I thought this movie was going to do much better than 10 million. Oh yeah. Um I think December is a good spot for a movie like this as well. The trailers looked very good, looked very high class. Um unfortunately people I don't think this is this has anything had anything to do with the Ansel Ansel kind of you know controversy. Yeah, like my mom had no idea until I told her last week and stuff. So I don't think, I don't think it was. I don't know what it is. I just don't. I just think this this 
this category of film is really reaching anybody. Uh, because even even with like Tick Tick Boom on Netflix, like I, I I didn't really see it in Netflix's like top ten. You know what I mean? It might just be a musical thing. It might just be people who are just not into musicals right now. Um, and West Side Story is not really something. It's something that people know of, but it's not really something that, like, I mean, what 20-something-year-old is like, oh, my God, West Side Story. Like, you know, like a casual. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, 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 think if you, I think if they had a male lead, like someone more kind of more like ah, what's a good word like just if they had someone more like you know that had that had more of an audience to them like uh like a, i don't i don't know who but i i just think i just think um maybe name value did have something to this cuz you know we talked about it a little bit with in the heights and stuff as far as like the you know the um the starring actors and actresses so i don't know there could be a lot of factors yes covid is still a thing i know people still want to use that but like at this time i know everyone's thing is like oh it's only blockbusters but there's been a good there's there's been some movies this year that that are not blockbusters that have been doing pretty good as far as like movies go like free guy you know what's free guy you know what i'm saying uh Uh and that really like that surprised everyone from the summer that's not like that one is an original film y'all yeah so if you're championing original films you should be championing something like free guy not west side story i don't yeah so so i i don't know i i don't think i just think it just comes down I just think it just comes down to just general interest. And I really don't think, I really don't think just the audiences were interested and audiences right now, uh, they, they, they're coming to the movies. There's still a lot of people who are, are still really hesitant in coming to the movies. Maybe the new Omnicron kind of variant got to a couple of people, um, you know, but I just think, I mean, I just don't think it just it just resonated with a lot. I don't think it resonated with a lot of people, to be to be frank. Um, yeah, I just really think yeah. this is one of those two. We've talked about it right now in this era. Indies haven't done well, and I think there's a reason for that. Is people in this time with COVID at its varying degrees have really just prioritized what they're going to go see at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. There, you have to look like a, a theater movie to get those numbers, and people can call them franchise, and you know, oh, they only want action or whatever. But I mean, you know, tickets are what twenty bucks. The the experience is expensive right yeah. now, uh-huh. and if they're going to risk COVID and you know prioritize what they're going to go out and do as an event, they're going to see something that they think warrants the big screen and a lot of these films you know even if they're like yeah i i do want to see it i can wait i'll just watch my blu-ray of the 1961 west side story and then when this one comes out on streaming in a few months i'll watch it then and i think that's what happens to a lot of indies right now and the the window is closing so it's a shorter window it's going to be available here soon and Mm. west side story like I just said, you you have the the other one you can watch to hold you off, and then just watch it when it comes on streaming or out to buy on DVD or rent or whatever. Mm-hmm. I also think this budget was absolutely ridiculous, like a hundred million dollars. This movie did not need a hundred million dollars. Uh, Ooh, you Steven tell Spielberg me, is about to be in the Ridley Scott uh, jail. <laughs> I mean, like you tell you tell me, like as far as like production value and stuff like that even with production value i can't imagine giving a straight by the numbers musical a hundred million dollars um for a musical like this i superhero there are superhero movies that were cheaper than this you know like i think deadpool was cheaper than this and i think i think Zack snyder's justice league like for them to add all the vfx was cheaper than this so yeah. Why was this a hundred million dollars? See, I'm even looking like because why? Like, was it the? I, I didn't mean, see it, the movie yet. Was it because of the production? It's beautiful. I mean, it is a, a stunning film. And okay. I I don't know why really. Partially, I don't even think they filmed on locations. Like, I don't know. It looks like a set to me. So, did they build sets? I don't know. But of course, you know it's Steven Spielberg, so they're probably going to give him whatever he wants, no matter what it is. Um, 
But yeah. <laughs> and his only flop, I guess I looked at it because I was like, what did Ready Player One do? Because um, mm-hmm. that had a huge budget. Obviously, that budget was around $175 million. But that yeah. one made almost $600 million at the worldwide box office. I remember um, it opened around like 45 to 50. Yeah. The it BFG is that. the only like straight up kind of... Uh, for Spielberg, mm-hmm. it had a hundred and forty million dollar budget and only made a hundred and ninety five million worldwide. Um, otherwise, Spielberg has obviously been doing these Oscar bait type of movies. He's yeah. really been going for them awards over the past couple of decades. Uh, you know, like The Post, it still made a hundred eighty million dollars off of a fifty million dollar budget. So, uh, when it comes to box office, I, I guess they see these smaller films that he's been doing and they're turning a pretty good profit, but they have small budgets. So, you know, 40 mil is not bad. Spielberg uh, apparently has still been more of a a box office staple than I thought. I actually thought he had waned a little bit more than this, but his films have done actually quite well at the box office. Uh, Mm -hmm. Even these smaller ones, um, Mm -hmm. Like Lincoln making almost three hundred million dollars at the box office. Yeah, that was definitely most of like Oscars. The Oscars, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the last other flop of his maybe is The Adventures of Tintin, because um, mm-hmm. that one, yeah, uh, well, even that one made three hundred seventy four at the box office to one hundred thirty five budget. So, right. I, I guess I understand why they're like, oh, it's West Side Story and this. I just don't know why it cost him so much to make it. it, it he didn't need a hundred million dollars to make this. I film. don't get it, and that's and the, and everyone was getting on how come they didn't do the recast, you know, when everything came out. And I it's because there's already so much fucking money they put into it, the movie. Like you can't put more, and that's without marketing. Why was this movie this, so expensive? Like and this film cost a lot to market. I heard. Do you, um, would you call would you call In the Heights like pretty like you know yeah, stars it's gorgeous. Like, Okay, what was the budget? Like 55 mil? Yeah. You couldn't give Spielberg like 50. That's what, this is yeah. the problem is what happened with these studios is that unless it's like a Nolan or like a Tarantino, you got to stop giving these Ridley Scotts and and Spielbergs these and, crazy budgets. You Ready if Player making, One yeah, is if, like if fine. If Spielberg's making Ready Player One, give him the budget. Fine, right. But because if Spielberg you know, is making a musical... He doesn't yeah. need all that money. If Spielberg, like you're right, if Spielberg is doing Ready Player One, where it's all this marketing ability and these characters and sequel kind of bait kind of stuff, and it's you know CG VFX heavy uh, blockbuster, fine. Uh, Ridley Scott, same thing. If he's doing like okay, um, An alien, alien film. movie yeah. or Prometheus or something like that, or you know The Martian, the Martian. you know what I mean, yeah. something like that. Okay, we give him a hundred million dollars. But you got you giving these budgets for like the last duel, House you know, of Gucci. <laughs> House of Gucci West and Story. West Side Story. I don't know. I saw this. I saw this budget. I said, "Yo, this is a, yeah. a mitigated disaster." I'm saying that's that's the thing here. Um, the only thing saving Dear Evan Hansen in this whole conversation is that it was cheap. Uh, it only cost twenty six million dollars <sighs> to make that Dear Evan Hansen. Otherwise, obviously, that one's the biggest flop. But when you look at West Side Story, I mean, uh, it has by far, it has almost double the budget of In the Heights. It opened yeah. less worldwide. Those yeah. numbers are terrible. That four million dollars from thirty some territories is not oh. good. No, uh, this is this is this is this is how I felt when um. When the Suicide Squad came out, came, came out. Yeah. this is just bad. And people this trying is, to make excuses. Is, uh, so, yes, we bad, talked yeah. about it many a time, especially when we were talking about In the Heights. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, musicals generally are well-reviewed. Good musicals generally have good legs. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be the case for West Side Story. Yeah, it did get an A cinema score. Uh, Spider-Man comes out next week, y'all. Oh, oh, oh my God. I mean, this is going... <laughs> to die like yeah they're targeting an older audience but they didn't come out in the first place they're not coming out to fight crowds they're still gonna be huge crowds whether they're going to see spider-man or not they're gonna have to stand in there with all them people (laughs) this is going to get like at least a 60 percent drop um which is not good this is it's not good everyone i don't know what to tell you um Larry, after Larry. that, the other awards movies are coming. I mean, you know, it's not going to stop. After Spider-Man, well, we still yeah. got a lot of releases to close out the year. 
So we got to rethink how we look at these kind of movies and you can't plant your flag. Next time, let's not plant any flags as far as like, oh, you know, uh, because it, it's just been all the awards darlings, the awards critic, crit, like critics, and, and 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 they have been silenced today. Um, because I just I remember us being so disheartened, like when In the Heights came out, and that Sunday morning, it was just, it was just, it it was like, it sounded like people wanted the movie to do bad. Yeah, yeah and it was no. super weird. Like the when I when I saw people, somebody say no excuses. And I'm just like, dude, like, why are you being gross about it? Like, okay, it did $12 million. Like, why are we being weird about this? So it's like, I want that same energy when something like when you're, when you're, when your favorite director comes out with a musical, I want that same, that same vibe. And I didn't get that today. And people are really, yeah. And of course, I mean, some of the trades are doing all right, but it's definitely, you can feel it on, you can feel it though on Twitter. Uh, oh, you can. Just, That's what I'm saying. I mean, they're trying to to steer clear of really going at this. And the the other thing uh, that people are rightfully, in my opinion, calling out when In the Heights opened to 11.5 million, one of the first things people jumped on was there goes its awards chances. The box mm-hmm. office is flopping, so it's gonna oh, flop. I saw that today no, too. No yeah. awards chance. No awards chance. Uh, mm-hmm. I I didn't see any of that at West Side Story. West Side quiet, Story is still quiet, best picture, quiet. best everything. It's going to win all the awards. It's getting all this buzz. So, and they, I think the, the little awards pundits on Twitter particularly don't, they try to sidestep the fact that so much of that conversation is started right there. You know, yeah. the, nobody's thinking about awards when In the Heights opens to 11.5 million until you people start saying, there goes its awards chances, there goes its awards chances, it's no longer a contender. And you start beating that into people's heads. Or nobody would have called it a flop until you guys started saying that this was yeah. a flop number. I was so before. I don't know. I was like... I remember you and I was. I was like, did people think this was gonna do thirty million dollars? Like in the heights. I think we both like said like fifteen or something like that the week before. We wasn't. Yeah, that's that's a fine. In the heights was so frustrating. They were the uh, trades were saying twenty five million was the uh, was the expectation, and nobody. And and I was like, from who? Because I was not expecting some big opening from big. Just because people are excited about the movie, that doesn't mean it's okay. Listen. I'm really excited for like you know Scream. I don't think Scream is opening to like sixty eight million dollars. It's just not. I I know that it's not opening up to. That's not me expecting it because I'm excited yeah. for the fucking movie. I just I'm 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 a real I'm a realist and I know it's not gonna open to that. Much. I was hyped for the great night. I wasn't ready for no ten mil. That's what I'm. That's what I'm, that's what I'm like, saying. Like, and, and and that's the thing. West Side Story going in. I don't know if it's because they saw how musicals have been performing, but. Even going in, it was what fifteen to twenty million. Was, was I said? Tw- I thought twenty five was being harsh. I said yeah, twenty five. This is Spielberg. You guys are doing all your stuff. It's awards, whatever. And you know, honestly, 25. I mean, yes, with the award season, I guess West Side Story is probably going to stay in the discussion for longer. Mm-hmm. But when it comes, yeah, people were excited. They really enjoyed Tick, Tick, Boom. There's been yeah. a lot of these other. Nothing has made a splash like In the Heights did. Like it it had people really buzzing. Like people were passionate about it. They loved it, that soundtrack. And no other musical has done that. That's why it's just looking back on it now. The way it was covered was so toxic yeah, for, yeah. for the biggest musical of the year. Across all metrics, it's the biggest musical of the year. And people just really came out here to make it look terrible. And now here we are at the end of the year. And those of us who were like, what's wrong with y'all? All right. <laughs> we and came out same, looking right. And you know, and you also know, you also know what this weekend reminds me of too. Um, this reminds me of when Dune was coming, like Dune's opening weekend and it did okay. And it was so quiet online. It was just the, because I know people wanted to just come on. I told you, ah, Dune flop 20 million. Ah, we told you, ah, you know what I'm saying? That's what I was, that's what we got for In the Heights. It was so weird as far as people online who was just so nasty about, about the opening and i was like 
what is this? I remember we were so I, we we came on that episode. We were just like, what is this? Like yeah. this whole of we told you, uh, in the heights, you guys shouldn't have got too excited. It's a flop. Yeah. No more awards. And now everyone, West Side Story, ten million. <laughs> no it's one's saying everyone, it. and that's the thing too everybody is like it's such a good film everyone go watch it that's how a lot of them are approaching west side story that's not the grace that they gave to in the heights you know like they didn't give it that grace of oh it's so good everyone please give it a chance i wish it was doing but no 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 they were like oh my god flop bomb we knew it mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah it's just it's very interesting to to see that uh, the general takeaway for me, this is way too many musicals in a year. I agree. Uh, they, there's no audience for this many musicals. Uh, you got to spread I, these suckers out. <laughs> even, Day, even Dana was like, I was like, what's that story? She's like, another musical? Like, wow. yeah, it's too much. <laughs> like, it's too much. Because she walked in and I was watching uh, Tick, Tick, Boom the other day. And oh, she was like, what yeah. the hell's going on? It's <laughs> like, see. I don't fucking know. Like, there, <laughs> there's, there's a passionate group of people who love yeah. them some musicals, but they're not a big group. Not anymore. No. It's just, you know, you got to move. I know people get annoyed with superhero movies or whatever, but that's the landscape now. And I don't know if people used to get annoyed with musicals or Westerns or, you know, whatever it was. A a certain genre of movie is going to be the biggest. And and musicals had their time where they dominated the the film world and all that anyone ever made. And it's just not anymore. They've gone out of style and especially West Side Story. I talked a lot about it. I'm not the biggest fan of this film. I'm just going to say that here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's such a look back. Like we've had so many other musicals this year, whether it be Tick, Tick, Boom, whether it be Encanto even, or In the Heights, that felt fresh, that felt like they were really invigorating the genre. They were helping yeah. move it forward. And then to go back to West Side Story and you know even when you watch it it's very standard old school movie making musical which is why I think right. a lot of the critics love it is because it's like old Hollywood mm-hmm. you know it just is a little bit yeah stale. it has the it, it has the it, it's the it looks it looks like a it looks like um once upon a time in Hollywood in musical yeah. form honestly that's what it looks like so everyone's gonna everyone's eating this up and I, I mean of course whatever yeah of course they are but. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I hate to be I hate to be this this like I don't know the word but like I mean I just I just had to watch people I had to watch people when it came to Dune be 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 gross and nasty about it and I had to watch this when In the Heights was coming out so I don't feel bad I'm sorry I mean I just I, I this is I just this it's film it's because I even I I even saw you know I actually I went into I went into uh. I found an old article for In the Heights because I was looking at box office today. Um, and it said it was like even film Twitter couldn't get this thing off oh the ground. God. You see? think you're going to see that kind of talk? I didn't see that type of talk in the whatever. Let's just move. <laughs> number two, what do we have, Larry? All right. Well, number two is Encanto, uh, which falls out of the top spot for the first time in its third week of release. Mm-hmm. Encanto brought in another $9.425 million, which is a 28% drop from its second week of release. The latest Disney animated musical now has brought in 71.3 million domestic and 151.8 million worldwide. Uh, a 28% drop is really good. I think that's I think that's uh it's these animated movies. If you if you're going to get on superhero movies, uh you got to you got to get on the um you got to get on the animated movies, the animated movies as well. So, yeah. uh the animated movies are have been doing really well. So, you know, I'm super, I'm super excited um, that it's doing really good because 28% drop is like, we don't see those kind of drops really. Um, it, it got rid of two, it got, it got rid of 230 theaters, uh, made a 2,500 theater average this weekend, which is really, really strong. So good on Encanto. Yeah, good. I, I actually went and, oh no, that's a different film. Sorry. I, I pulled the double feature last night. <laughs> <laughs> the other movie oh, I'll did. talk about. Uh, yeah, one of them was Encanto. And um, we went way late, though. We Our theater was like a 10-something. So, you know, animated movie's not going to do very great at 10-something at night. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see this number. I'm excited to see how well it's held. Because um, it opened well, but I think even people were saying that... <laughs> 
<laughs> people be ready to jump on a movie because it opened around, you know, that 40 million for the five day weekend, which is on the lower end of the Disney numbers. And they were ready to jump. But I think as usual, it's holding well. It's doing what it needs to do. It's over 150 mil. Like it's it's good. It's fine, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, agreed. I I think it's uh I think it's 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 something you can't get you can't get you can't get mad at this number. I mean it's it's really solid. Uh, and to open so close to West Side Story's number, I hate I hate to keep bringing going back to it. I know to that's open. that's what see that's what people were so nervous about. They actually because mm-hmm. they were like, uh oh, Encanto might actually hold number one over West Side Story. <laughs> they were real. They were shaking in their boots, y'all. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> um. Oops. At least, at least for uh, people of color, I'm so glad to see something in the in the top five that's doing so well. Because I know, I know, I, I just did, I can't vibe. Even though I haven't seen it. I know everyone's like, oh, I don't even see it. But I, I just can't vibe with West Side Story right now with how all my all my um, Puerto Rican friends are feeling yeah. about the movie. So um, I'm gonna side with them first over you know yeah. anybody. So you know, let's go to number three. All right, so number three, we have Ghostbusters Afterlife, which brought in an additional $7.1 million, a 31.5% drop in its fourth weekend of release. That brings the new Ghostbusters film up to $112 million domestic and $164.7 mm-hmm. worldwide. So what's happening this weekend is that everyone was seeing the other movies because these, <laughs> these, these drops are, I'm going down the list, these drops are legit. Like yeah. only 20 something percent drops. Like yeah. uh, we'll, we'll get to number five, but yeah. number Ghostbusters Afterlife only dropped 31%. Everybody was like, you know what? We're going to skip the musical. We're going to go <laughs> see our other movies again because these yeah. other movies did pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think Ghostbusters has just been checking along and yeah, of course we, we even did it last week. There's a lot of comparisons to the 2016 film because they've been, Mm -hmm. they've been doing pretty much the same numbers going up. Um, but I, I'm excited. I, I'm not quite as like gun ho about the film a lot. I didn't love, love it. Like so many people did, but I'm really excited to see it do well. I don't know, even though it is a franchise film, um, I don't know. I just like I like seeing this success story. Right, right. Agreed. Um, I, I I'm the same way. I thought it's such. A, I thought it was, I think it's a lovely film. So I'm glad that it's doing. It's doing really well. Yeah. Um, in the box office, it's, it's already at 112 million domestically after four weeks. So, um, really good. And it's a good thing when it comes to uh the future of the franchise. I think the future is bright for the franchise and I think it's uh it's gonna keep checking along. It's gonna it's having great legs so far after four yeah. weeks. So um really good. All right. Yeah. And number four, another pretty good drop. Yeah. Number four is the biggest drop though of the top five with yeah. House of Gucci, which dropped forty two percent in its third week of release, bringing in an additional four point zero six million. That brings the Lady Gaga led drama up to forty one point zero three million domestic and ninety three point zero two million worldwide. Uh yeah, pretty good. Four point uh four point oh six this weekend. Forty two percent drop. How long has it been now? Three three weeks. Three weeks. So I guess, I, mean, I guess it's all right. It's checking along. Uh, this is one of the only dramas or like adult awards type of movies that has made any money. Basically, um, <laughs> like we talked about with West Side Story, they're just not. Uh, people are just not coming out for them right now and yeah, yeah. so house of gucci is is pretty much the only one who's been able to turn any kind of money at the box office and it continues to do all right even amidst you know middling reviews they haven't been mm-hmm. great on the mm-hmm. review front but um i don't know people i think this out. is i think this i think this is 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 actually benefiting um you know from like having a having some star power here Oh, yeah. um, even though you can't tell, you do have Jared Leto, you do have Lady Gaga, you do have Adam Driver as far as just some notable uh, kind of faces and names. I think and particularly I just think, if anyone else was in that role other than Lady Gaga, these numbers wouldn't have been as big as they are. And I also think this the, the movie definitely feels like a FX kind of drama <laughs> feel. Like, you know, because FX does really good. Yeah. It has a really good audience when it comes to those 
those like shows that they do, like you know, the People versus OJ Simpson. Yeah. It, it looks Trial very much, this. yeah, it looks very much like 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 one of those like projects. It looks like what they. I think I think right now they're doing like impe- impeachment with yeah. uh, what's her name, Beneath Elstein. Oh, um, you know what I mean? And, and I Monica think Lewinsky. Yeah, and I think that's just what the vibe of this show of the of the movie is getting, and um, there's an audience for that. So. Um, you know, even my mom was like, oh, you know, I want to see what that's about because she she knows the real story and everything like that. So um, there is definitely an audience for this. And plus Lady Gaga's, yeah. uh, you know, her recognition is just. I think that's a great music. comparison, though. I hadn't really thought about it. It does feel like one of those really? Ryan see? Murphy, one of those Ryan Murphy <laughs> produced films. Yeah. Honestly, I know people might rake me over the coals. Uh, I think this might have been a better film if Ryan Murphy directed it instead of Ridley Scott. What? Because because I think Ryan Murphy would have leaned into that campiness more. Um, he mm-hmm. would have followed Lady Gaga's lead, where Ridley Scott was trying to I don't know trying to do a balancing act of like weird, over the top camp and really serious, and yeah. it ended up being like a weird tone to the film. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, House of Gucci is another one. It would be a flat out success. If that budget wasn't so high right now, it's still a success. It's made its budget back at least. Uh, so there's that, mm-hmm. but whew, they you know, the reason too much. The, the reason why I said that is because when I, I was watching TV earlier and I saw the, uh, there was a TV spot and I was like, this looks very FX Hulu original, like very, very, very like one of those kind of shows. And, um, and it got me because I'm into the. I, I I sometimes FX is you know they do really good at those kinds of shows. So I was like I was like I, you know I'm into I'm into it and stuff like that. Yeah. Um and stuff. So I I think it gives off that vibe, and I think that vibe is very appealing when you put like someone like Lady Gaga and just you put the you know the art the art style of the movie all together. I think there's an audience for it, you know. So yeah. Um yeah. So far it's doing pretty it's doing pretty well. Um, okay, number five, last year, another good drop. Yes, so rounding out the top five, once again, staying put at number five, we have Marvel's Eternals, which dropped mm-hmm. only 24.3%, which is actually the best drop in the entire top five, bringing in an additional $3.1 million in its sixth weekend of release. That brings the Eternals up to $161.2 million domestic and $395.3 million worldwide. So it is closing in on that 400 mil worldwide mark. Uh, yeah, I just think this, it's super, it's super interesting when you, uh, when you put a Marvel movie, two Marvel movies close together, like the, of uh, the one, the one that came before it starts to do well again, this always happens. And so uh, I think, I think you're going to even, you're going to see, I think it's going to be a small drop next week with Spider-Man. Um, yeah. I honestly think it's gonna it's gonna like drop another like forty or thirty percent, and uh, it's gonna be a lot of re- a lot of you know double 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 like, uh you know double watches and stuff yeah. with people, um so real pretty good pretty yeah, good for great. Eternals. Uh, so this was the other half of my double feature. Uh, mm-hmm. I made oh a post God. about how I accounted for probably like a full percentage of the box office by <laughs> myself. Um, but no, I went with my friend. She hadn't seen it yet. And I'm over here. You know, I, I got to coax the people to watch the movies. And if that means I got to go watch it again, I'll be there. Um, but we went on Saturday and our, it wasn't a big theater. It was, you know, one of the small kind of theaters mm-hmm. of the thing, but a decent amount of seats. It wasn't one of the tiny ones. But our theater was pretty packed and I was shocked. Uh, <laughs> really? I had people, our whole little row was full. I was like, oh, wow. Um, So once I saw this small drop, I kind of wasn't that surprised just because I was shocked on Saturday when I sat in that theater and it was packed. (laughs) That reminds me of when, that honestly reminds me of when uh, I went to go see Infinity War. Like it was like a random Wednesday after opening weekend. And uh, literally across the hall was Black Panther still. And I was like, oh, let's see what Black Infinity War was over. I was like, oh, let's see what Black what what part they're at on Black Panther. And I walk in, it's halfway in the movie, you know, Black Panther's fighting, and it's full. And I was like, what? Like, I was just, I was so confused. So I don't. 
don't know what it is. And I think I just think about some of these Marvel movies or it's just superhero, the superhero genre in general. Um, they keep they keep people seeing the movies for a long time. You know, the legs these movies, these movies have uh, is really strong, you know. So I think that's yeah. just what it comes down to. And it's just and it's just I, I just noticed that when another Marvel movie or you know, a uh, superhero movie is coming out, you know, the other one still stays kind of strong for a little bit, you know, until the other one gets its footing, you know? Yeah. So um, I think we're going to see a lot of that when No Way Home comes out, but yeah. it's really good. Really yeah, good. I would love to see the, the small drops. It's, it's staying put. I wonder if it'll hold that spot again, because Gucci has been falling a little bit harder. If mm-hmm. it'll pass Gucci next week or not, we'll see and stay in the top five, but uh, obviously, we're, we were both champions of the film, so seeing it yeah. holding strong in that top five for six weeks has been fun. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, all right, let's get to well, some of these other stories from the that weekend. One, the, the one none of us really knew what was going on, it fell hard this weekend, that Christmas yeah, 60, with the Chosen. 69.6% drop. The people, um, the people did not return. Look at look at Venom, Leather Be Carnage, 15%. I know. That's that's what? the one that's fell the least in the top ten. I was like, "What is Venom doing down here?" Don't get don't get Amanda started, man. Oh she's she's on a mission to she's on she she believes that Venom is going to be in No Way Home. She Ooh, knows me, it. though. Look at this and opening in over just over a thousand theaters. National champions this weekend Absolutely only made three hundred thousand dollars. Absolute disaster. Look at Red Rocket. How many theaters is that in? I'm just shocked by that national champions. Like I didn't expect it to do anything really, but $300,000. I kept seeing it online and I was like, who's seeing this movie? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, 300,000 is horrible. Horrible. uh, $250 (laughs) third theater average. That's terrible. Yeah. That's really bad. Um, Ooh, that's um, really bad if you think about it. Yeah, um, that is. Look at it. Like, look at all these other movies. Even down here, they have a better per theater average, and they've been out for weeks. And that right. one in its very first weekend. I don't know. And again, it's, it's this entertainment. Uh, Woof. Again, this licorice pizza number is super annoying because they keep releasing it weird. Like, oh my God. just they release kept it. it in four theaters this weekend. Kept it. And it they dropped. didn't expand it at all. And it dropped. That doesn't even make any sense. So, and then they're just gonna go wide with it on Christmas, and it's like mm-hmm. we'll see. You might lose your buzz. You know, like they got to find no, a way exactly. to keep the buzz yeah. up. Um, yeah. and oh, come on, come on. That makes me sad. It's fallen off. Um, it's a good movie, man. I really like that movie. I wish yeah. it. I wish it was making more of a splash, even in awards. Like that's the thing with that movie is, you know, you knew it wasn't gonna make a lot of money. But I wish even it's not getting these critic awards. I don't know what's going these on. These A twenty, I, I tell you, these eight, these uh, these awards movies. It's like I don't know if they're afraid to release them in more theaters. But since late last year, when they started releasing these awards movies, and last year is very different than this year, I know. But these numbers have just been abysmal for these yeah. indie award kind of movies, like. That's not like like Licorice Pizza is already dropping is already dropping like like twenty seven percent, and you know what I'm saying already, like you know like it's not even worldwide and it's already drop. That's not something you want to see. You want to see when when something when something is in like limited release each week. You want to see it gain and gain and gain. It's already dropping. Whatever. I don't know. Oof, look at this <laughs> wolf. It came and dropped eighty one percent in its second week of release. That's what I'm saying. I that's not Oof. good. I mean that, is... that uh, French Dispatch. We've been talking about it because it was like it didn't do that strategy though. It kind of yeah. it popped up in a decent amount of theaters and got a great per theater average, and then went wide. And it's made the most. Like it's over 15 million domestic. It's actually made 38.7 million worldwide, um, mm-hmm. which I think is a great number for French Dispatch. Um, that's the movie that like. I think got the strategy right. They did release yeah. it kind of small to get the headlines about the per theater average, and then it went wide, and it it did really well. Yeah, agreed. So, uh, interesting, interesting week. The top ten really pretty good, nice drops. But then when you go into the indies, it's just a little yeah. disappointing. Clifford um, is sitting here chugging along. Right, Resident All Evil. Right. I'm actually shocked. Resident Evil has held as well. 
as it has. I'm surprised it didn't plummet off the face of the earth, to be honest. What is it at right now? I can't it's at number it six. Well, that's not bad. What's the it only dropped thirty eight percent, which oh, is a. Bad. I don't know. I just I thought it was going to plummet after that first week, and it's held on all right. <laughs> well, I'm glad these movies are doing well before <laughs> they, they get, get crushed. absolutely slaughtered next week. And when I mean when I say slaughtered, <laughs> I mean slaughtered. These these movies are going to get demolished next week. Oof. I'm even more worried about the week after No Way Home, but we'll talk about that. But let's get into No Way Home. Next week, the big release, Spider-Man No Way Home. It's not doing the Tuesday release like I did for Far From Home, which was absolutely ridiculous. It's doing. It's coming out Thursday, and uh, right now, I don't know. I don't have a tracking number in front of me, but if you have it, I would love to hear it. But last week, we had tracking of 190. Was it one ninety to two to two twenty or something like that? Was yeah, it tracking I think it was something like that. Um, and last week I think you, I think I was around. I said I said the last Jedi. I said two twenty five. You said what? What was your 200. prediction? Okay, so I am going to stay at two twenty five to two thirty. I don't think it's doing two fifty, but I'm gonna say two twenty five to two thirty. What? What do you have? You changed? Have you thought about it? Have you rethought your your position? What do you think? Let me look at this from five days ago. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This little tracking number and see what Mm -hmm. it's looking at from early looks of it. Oh, okay. The people from December fourth are talking about two hundred and fifty million plus an internet. Oh, plus for international. Mm -hmm. Um. Um. Yeah, it has the tracking two hundred to two hundred and forty million. Oh, that's domestic. Yeah. Oh, they went up. Yeah, it did go up a little bit. Um, Oh man, because what I will say, Larry. Okay, listen. Okay. So I checked today the digital the digital theaters from like three o'clock to five are like there's a few seats scattered around. Yeah. But Larry, when you go. From like five PM to like midnight, there is nothing in Boston. Yeah, packed. Nothing. Because there was a possibility that I was I was gonna have to work at my old site this week. And I said, Man, if I have to work at my old site, that means I gotta go stay with my mom for a few for a few days. And that means I have I'll have to go to uh like somewhere else in Boston to go see No Way Home. And I looked and I looked and I said Oh my god! Uh, I just, I, it, it's it's looking really bad. It's not bad as far as like flop, but yeah, bad no. as far as like there ain't no seats left. Um, I I gotta I gotta up it. I gotta go two thirty five. I don't know. I gotta go two thirty five at least. Come on, man! You gotta come up there with me. I can't be you alone. Got me, and... You got me over here looking, taking taking a peek at what's going on in the theater. <laughs> yeah, it right is. Now. There is nothing in Boston. Oh, they Maybe added can... some in, our, in yes. the big theater here. It's it's playing at one fifteen, one forty five in the morning. Yes, Larry. I'm <laughs> they playing it into you. the wee morning hour. <laughs> this, now you got me checking. This is and this is like, end game. Oh dang! What they added showings up until the one two in the morning? Okay. Um... Yeah, this well, is this and it's already is, crazy like, that it's opening at three in the afternoon. Like that's wild. But and um, and it, what I will say before we give some more um, predictions, I, I this is really exciting to see because I never thought we were going to get here again with this pandemic and stuff like that. So I will say I know people are angry and and oh why you know why is this West Side Story like whatever? But like I um this this is really exciting to see to me, you no, know even as far means- as. Even these early ones for me at this theater that I'm going to are packed. Like the Dolby that I'm in at 3 p.m., the whole middle section of this theater is done. It's the last row and the front section have seats open. But the full, like, bulk of the Dolby theater is done. Same thing with Mm -hmm. the IMAX is at 3.30 in the afternoon is the same. There are very few seats in this IMAX theater open. Um, Every, every Every single theater... Near me right now um, is going up until midnight. 
They've I'm added just, theaters. They're adding shit. theaters. I know. Of, I did not see this 1 a.m. stuff before 1.45. What the hell? That's um, actually... I, when Endgame came out, Alex and I did midnight, but it was going up until 2.45 in the morning. Yeah, they added them theaters. They say, okay, y'all want it? We'll keep going into the middle Larry, of the morning. Like, not, dude, imagine that 2.45 in the morning. And it's how that long? And these movies are long as hell. It ain't no hour 30. Like... That is nuts to me. That is absolutely nuts. Uh, okay, I'll I'll be like you. I'll bump it up just a smidge, though. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm gonna go to. I'll, I'll Come on, watch. what you mean a smidge? What you doing? This I'm gonna for? go to two oh five. Are you serious? So 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 you seeing uh, you seeing one forty five screenings and you still won't give it. You still won't give it like two twenty. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely He's, ridiculous. Man. Okay, let me go to ten. Let me go to ten. <laughs> man, why is this always happening? I'm going to thirty five. Damn it! Look, just be happy that I didn't say for real fifteen on Dune. Okay, just be happy I actually went <laughs> up. On always that happens. One. You always like underestimate these movies. I gotta be the one to be like, yo, it's gonna do crazy, and be like, no. <laughs> You'd be Lord. like, no, it's gonna do like twenty five million. I mean, so. but y'all, we came a long way because what? Just a few, maybe one month ago, we were not into the two hundred mil hype yet. You oh, and I, I know. But I once know. them, once them tickets went on sale, it was undeniable. I mean, you know, I'm still, I'm st- everyone who's still saying Endgame is absolutely ridiculous. But like, you know, I'm still saying that's not a, that's not even close. But I will say, like, Force Awakens. Maybe yeah. close to Infinity War, but I'm gonna go. Last Jedi did like about 20 million to like about 15 to 20 million less than Force Awakens. That's where I'm going right now. I'm going Last Jedi numbers. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm super hyped. I mean, you're excited. I, I'm super. I'm super pumped. Uh, stay offline, Larry. Then things start tomorrow. Oh my God, I cannot. Oof, I'm and I'm so, scared. I'm sick to my stomach. <laughs> I'm scared and things start tomorrow. Um, embargo lifts on the 14th. So Stupid. it's getting crazy. I was talking to Hannah today. I was like, it's getting crazy. It's We're getting there. Look, um, and I know this might be a little bit shady and critics and stuff won't like me saying this. I posted it online too. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I don't know what the point of having pre-release screenings for Spider-Man is. Because obviously you already have the money in your hand like it's not going to do anything to affect opening weekend it's really not going to do anything like mm-hmm. <laughs> usually I... you do it in hopes of getting those reviews you know you want reviews for your film exactly but... here's what i say i say i think you're right i say you keep the premiere that's it yeah that's it i think you do that like and you know did not have any of this yeah yeah you've done nothing so much to try and keep these secrets and failed miserably um but you've tried you've done what you could and you've seen it happened with eternals it happened with venom 2 you've Mm -hmm. seen over and over it's not fans all the time they did it with godzilla vs kong yes i'm looking at y'all with your spoilers posting actual clips of the film on youtube and shit um but it's been critics and people at these pre-screenings who are blatantly spoiling Eternals. They're blatantly spoiling Venom 2. They're spoiling, you know, Shang-Chi. They've been spoiling everything this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm like, that's the only thing you're going to get out of this. I mean, honestly, maybe even bad reviews. Like, if people don't like it, you know, the only thing you're risking is spoilers and bad reviews, which aren't going to affect the film either which way yeah. anyway even if it got a zero percent on rotten tomatoes the damage is done the people bought their tickets and they go in on opening weekend at the least um these i don't know marvel movies are basically critic proof even eternals opened really well and critics yeah. didn't like it you know yeah. they're they're critic proof it, it just is what it is actually i think you're right i think i don't remember endgame having any press screen I don't. I don't think Endgame had any press screenings. I think it only had the premiere, and I think that's all you need when it comes to these. Yeah. Um. You know, it's actually crazy. Uh, crazy. Uh, Far from Home opened two weeks early when it came out because Alex and I oh. saw it. We went to a we went to a public screening, and it was two weeks before the movie came out. 
And that's what Warner Brothers do. And that's what Warner Brothers does with their movies because Aquaman was also two weeks early. Yeah. Um, So Eternals with me and Leo was like two weeks early. It was. Yes, it was. Uh, I saw that. I saw what I saw that two weeks early too. And I'm glad this is not that bad when to that point. And it's it's like the week of some of them. Like I can understand, like you're a little bit nervous with Eternals. People don't really know what it is. So you need to build up something. Unfortunately, it backfired on them in that one. Uh, but Shang-Chi, you know, you're like, okay, we got to build up hype. You don't have to build hype for Spider-Man. The hype is there. Mm. You saw it. You already have tickets on sale. People already went crazy, lost their damn minds the night the tickets went on sale. <laughs> yeah, you had a whole... There are some whole... movies that just don't need critic screenings beforehand. You, Spider-Man you had a, screen, you had a screening. Like the, the, the trailer had a screening for it with like Lord, a, just... a, a thousand people. A there. whole event was there. Like yeah. the trailer, you had Tom Holland come out and people literally went to the theater to watch a damn trailer mm-hmm. that's nuts like you never see that kind of mess and yeah. and spider-man no matter how good it is is not going to be in the oscar conversation that's the yeah. only other reason i would say do critic screening is if you're hoping for you know to build up some sort of oscar buzz mm-hmm. for the film no if no way home is the best film of the year it still has like no chance of getting best picture let's just be very clear like i oh would, it's true you know so i just don't understand what you gain in a film like no way home yeah. from doing this and un- un- unfortunately it's making a whole lot of us real nervous about to log off all our internet accounts um <laughs> because I it's about to be full of to- freaking landmine out there this week Tomorrow night, I'm going to look at the first reactions, and I am bouncing from Twitter for a whole 24 hours. Until I'm about to have to mute our chat with Dwayne, because he's going to be trying to post the first reaction in there, and I don't even want to see it. I'm about to have to mute. It's not going to be spoilers, Larry. I don't even want to see they stupid reactions. Support your friends, Larry. No, I don't want to support them with they stupid (laughs) reactions. I'm sorry. I hate a first reaction. I'm gonna have my fresh cut and everything. Lord, Please. I hate a first reaction. I'm like, I can't with those first reactions, especially for Marvel movies. Oof. But um, oh, they're gonna be absolutely obnoxious. It's just gonna be so annoying. And these yeah. people, here's the other thing. I don't, I don't trust that these people can even post first reactions without, you know, like the sneak spoilers. They're gonna, they're gonna slide stuff in there, like oh. When you see oh, people start to show see, up, oh my god! When you see mm. the post-credit scene, you're gonna go crazy. It's gonna be some sneak ah. spoilers. They introduce the people just right, or you know, like these vague, <laughs> trying to be vague, but obviously we all know what the hell they're talking about. Larry, I already know what's gonna be in there. Larry, go be read people to film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this week is gonna be. I'm gonna be fighting people. I can feel, I've already been. Fi- I've been fighting over West Side Story all weekend. I'm gonna be fighting the people this week too. <laughs> Larry's Larry, just stay. I just Ooh, you got a few God. days. That's it. You got a few days. I, I'm about That's to it. wait. Oh, the first reactions come out tomorrow. Mm. See, oh I'm yeah, gonna have tomorrow. To, I'm gonna have to mute y'all in that chat. I'll say goodbye tonight, and I'll see y'all again later. <laughs> you and Alex watching it on Tuesday. I don't need to be talking it's to y'all Tuesday. neither. So I'm gonna just say goodbye. Larry yeah. gonna be Larry, Larry gonna be a beach all week. Like he's not gonna talk, to, <laughs> not gonna talk to nobody. I'll see y'all on Thursday. Have fun. <laughs> okay, everyone. So the plan right now is um, when it comes to show that I said this earlier with uh, with um, Hannah. So we're done until about Wednesday. There's no more shows until Wednesday. Um, Wednesday will probably be the non spoiler review. Thursday, everybody's gonna be seeing it, so no reviews Thursday. Friday or Saturday will be our spoiler review. Um, we'll get a bunch of people from the channel, and we'll talk about the movie in full spoilers this weekend. Um, so that's what that's what you have to look look for. I don't think West Side Story is happening. I've been trying to do something, but I don't think it's happening as far as like me seeing it. Dwayne just don't want to see it, so he ain't going to do it. <laughs> I don't think it's happening. I think I've been I've been trying to be completely transparent when it comes to this podcast thing. And I'd be like, listen, I don't know, because when it comes to this said movie, um, I'm actually also too like I have a nice little break from doing all those ballads and watching all those movies. So I'm taking a nice little break. I'm watching. So I got Civil War on the screen right now. I'm Are you going to watch Spider-Man. Nightmare Alley or not? I am. I am. Okay, I'm, okay. I actually have a screening for that. Like we could review that week. too. A couple of yeah. us have seen Nightmare Alley. Um, um, you saw it already? What the fuck? Uh- <laughs> 
Ooh, Nightmare <laughs> Alley. Um, they're at, but, aren't they doing a? They're doing an early oh, screening on two, Wednesday. Wednesday, I yeah. And they yeah, do, actually, they do a, was thinking about. You know what? I don't know that. if they're just comfort, confident about it or what they're doing, but they're doing a lot of early screenings they for the damn American Underdog. Uh, that Kurt watching Warner. It. They doing one on Wednesday. They doing one on Friday. They doing one on Saturday before it releases before Christmas. I'm like, why are they doing so many of these little early screenings? Nobody (laughs) is hyped for this movie like that. Like, what is going on? I I don't know. I Tyler's um, the only one in the Kurt Warner fan (laughs) club, like ready to go see it. (laughs) Um, Nightmare Alley. I think I want to go. I think I want to go to that Wednesday early early thing. If, If I. If we'll see, because this book is busy and I gotta be home. I can't be just Come on. You gotta you gotta cut out and support <laughs> good old Guillermo. I will ain't worry. nobody gonna be there. That movie opening to four mil tops uh next weekend. <laughs> oh, I don't know. See, Disney is so shady that they released that the same week they released Spider Man. Like that is shady Disney. Oh they, like, wait, what's it's the, the same week? This? Yeah, I thought it was out, the week after. No, it comes out Friday. <laughs> Yo, Disney took <laughs> all these 21st century films and they said, kick rocks, they man. They said, kill it, bury it, burn it with fire. We don't care about a damn Fox <laughs> I title. I did not know that. Disney, they're killing these movies, man. They, they straight up put it up against their own property that they know it's not going to make a dime. Yeah, there it is right there. It's December, December mm-hmm. 17th. That is a horrible. I don't know what the, what in the world. <laughs> Let me click on this six o'clock screening and see anybody <laughs> in it. Oh, it's like one seat. See, that's what... I looked too because me and my grandma are gonna go on Friday since I've already seen mm-hmm. it. I don't got a rush. I ain't got. I'm playing the rush game, but I I clicked into the. It's like eight o'clock on Friday. Nothing. Mm-hmm. We were the first seats bought, and this was today. well because you know what everybody's seeing that weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of people at the movie theater, but ain't nobody ain't gonna, gonna go see Nightmare like... Alley with us. <laughs> You ain't gonna feel. You ain't gonna feel any FOMO, like being the only one seeing something else that oh <laughs> next God. weekend. All these people gonna be in their Spider Man and Marvel shirts, and we gonna walk into Nightmare <laughs> Alley. <laughs> Walking there proud, don't you know? Nana Whatever. Don't care, Listen, you could. You should be proud, though. I mean, everybody's talking about how you can see all of Bradley Cooper uh, in a mm-hmm. bathing scene in this film, and I missed it. I did not see that when I watched. And I was watching because I was like, really? Y'all cut away before you gave us that booty shot? So I was watching. I do not recall getting to see all that in that bathing. So I'm like, all right, we need to go, Grandma. Let's go. We're going back to the theater. (laughs) I'm going to be bringing my magnifying glasses. I'm going to be bringing the glasses. Uh, I need to dissect this scene because I do not remember that. Dwayne? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, what happened? Don't worry. Okay. (laughs) Um, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was trying to look to see if there was any like the only night they only have like two times on Friday for Nightmare Alley. Yeah, they're not. They're not playing. They're not playing with this. That's the other thing is people are thinking West Side Story is going to play like counter programming. One, it's going to have to compete with Nightmare Alley to do that. But two, here's the simple fact. They're putting Spider-Man in all the theaters. They're not going to be showing very much else. No, <laughs> Them theaters not. are booked and busy with Spider-Man. So West Side Story is going to take a big theater cut next week. So even if it is counter-programming, it's not going to be in enough theaters to do anything. Because this is this is what happened with Endgame. Um, when I went to downtown, the opening night, right? And this was all weekend, too. They're, so the downtown theater, they have about 16 screens and theater one to like 14 was endgame and i said mm-hmm. well <laughs> i think the other two it was like toy story or something random and this movie it was just so that's what they're doing at all the theaters over here it's gonna be yeah. like four theaters with something else and everything else is Spider-Man. Sorry. I don't know what to tell y'all, but... Yeah, I mean, it's not going to do nothing. I bet you, actually, now that I think about it, I bet you that's why they're doing that preview Wednesday for Nightmare Alley. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. We better we got to do a preview day real quick and get people in to watch it before Spider-Man hits. 
I actually looked, and that one's actually full. Mm-hmm. See, they knew. They're like, <laughs> let's get people to watch it on Wednesday because they ain't the, coming on the weekend. Even the people who are going to see it are like, dude, let's go get this out the way, and then we can spend all weekend with Spider-Man. So. I know, because I'm like, come on now. It's Guillermo. Why y'all doing Guillermo like this? Y'all already screwed um, James Wan <laughs> earlier this year. Why are you screwing out all the damn horror <laughs> icons this year? Um, okay, before we get off, let's go see some some of these uh responses. Oh, what's what? Uh-oh. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> I ain't no. gonna say nothing. There's a response on Twitter that's Mm-mm. very funny. Anyway, um someone on Twitter said 220 million and right. but he said maybe 195. So we'll see. Oh, they we'll do know. They giving themselves a lot of leeway. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I, "Let me give you the gambit." <laughs> I'm still gonna go to. I'm gonna go two thirty five. That's my final number. Two thirty five million opening weekend. We'll be back. So, like I told gonna, Hannah, what are we gonna do if it bombs? Not Let bombs because it, it can't bomb. But what what are we gonna do if it don't hit two hundred? It's gonna hit two hundred, Larry. Are you kidding me? Like that's what I'm considering a bomb for it. I guess I'm like because obviously you, it, you there's see, no way is, to bomb. It's, it's not bombing. But what if it? What if it don't hit two hundred? This is supposed to be your man's, your boyfriend, oh. your husband, and you, you, you want this movie to secretly open to like one twenty five million or something? <laughs> <laughs> what is? What type of? What type of soulmate? What is going? See, on? No, y'all just know because I be I was pulling the y'all know Dune was like my most anticipated movie of the year. But I was talking all kind of mess about it before it came out. And I was still hyped. I was like, yes, Dune. But it's just my nature. I'm sorry. I got to be a pessimist. It's, it's what I do. I, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm still going to go to 235. You're going to go 210 or 205, whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what it is. And like I told Hannah, everyone, we will see you guys all on the other side. Enjoy the movie. Our next our next show on the podcast is gonna be the review. So get ready. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. Larry, let her know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me at ChiliBoyYT on Twitter and ChiliBoy Productions on Instagram and YouTube. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.